Thank you for tuning in to the Mindful Babes podcast. I'm your host, Valerie Adams, mindset coach, entrepreneur, and manifestation enthusiast. I am obsessed with supporting you in living the life of your dreams. Each week, I'll be providing you with a quick bite of mind food so you can live the life that you were put on this planet to live. Thank you for tuning in to today's episode. Let's dive in. Hi, beautiful. Welcome to another episode of the Mindful Babes podcast. I am your host, Valerie Adams. And I just want to say, pardon any noise you may hear in the background. I live in Southern California in Orange County specifically, and literally like two times a year, there will be thunder and lightning. And randomly today (laughs) is one of those days. I heard some thunder right before I recorded this. And if you have ever lived in Southern California, you know that this is a rarity. And so when it happens, it's, uh, you're like, whoa. And I'm super excited for today's episode because we're going to be talking about emotional unavailability and how that makes you feel when you're romantically involved with somebody who is emotionally unavailable. And leading into this, I want to share with you that I released a free training and it's pre-recorded. So that means that you can watch it right away. It's a 25 minute free training on the five types of emotionally available men to avoid. I created this because emotional unavailability, it's really tough because there are you know, signs that someone could give where you could say, oh, they're emotionally unavailable. And we don't want to label people when we don't know. So what I've done is I've created a training where I've shared the five most common, I guess, (laughs) packages, you know, these emotionally available traits can come in and really go deep in, you know, what these men or, you know, these emotionally unavailable people you know, some things that they do. And then on the other side of it, how you may feel when you're involved with somebody with these traits, I've been getting the best feedback. I've heard from so many of you that you absolutely love it. So it is linked in the show notes. Make sure that you grab it. It will not be around for long. And I can't wait to talk about all things, emotional unavailability in the next month or so. So let's dive into today's episode. So here's the thing there, you know, I didn't know I struggled for over 10 years, as you many people know, with love and dating. It's not like I became a dating coach because I just was born a genius and had it figured out and never had any pain. I actually had a lot, a lot, a lot of pain. And I have a lot of experience with having toxic partners myself. I had a lot of unhealed wounds from my childhood around you know, really wanting my dad's attention. He was very, very busy, um, you know, never fully, completely present. It's like... If it was work, it was football. And at a very young age, I taught myself, oh, in order to get a man's attention, you have to do something really special. You have to be performative. So what would make my dad really happy and really, you know, dedicated to me? And don't get me wrong. My dad loved me very, very much. And he was very concerned with providing for our family and, 
you know, I didn't feel a ton of intimacy that I wanted to feel, you know, daughter and father when I got older. So it was like when I was able to bring home a good grade, which actually was not that common because school was not my thing. Definitely not math or science writing. I was always getting good grades in English and communication classes, but, you know, bringing home a good grade was like, I really got praise and attention for him from him joining sports teams. He always wanted me to be athletic. He had dreams of me getting some type of scholarship for athleticism, which never happened, never, not even close. Cause that wasn't what I was interested in, but for a long time, I faked it. And I tried a bunch of different sports. I tried softball for like two years, soccer. And I liked it because he would come to watch my games. He would practice with me. And I really felt like I could get attention. Um, so that is, you know, a little bit about where it all started for me. And then I was always drawn to men who it's like the same pattern. It was like, I viewed their time as more valuable than mine. So I went for men who were workaholics, men who were like, you know, popular men who were the class clown. And I loved that there was a little bit of a chase involved. I loved that, you know, oh, these guys, they, you know, are hard to get. And it's not that I was really chasing and pursuing suing and like taking the lead, but I viewed their time as more important than mine. And I liked that they were either popular. I liked that they were high up in their company and whatnot. So I was attracting men who it's hard to say, right? It's like, they are great people maybe, <laughs> and romantically, not so much. And I had to learn that the hard way. And I learned it over and over again. And it was almost like I would see a guy and I would notice he's popular. Oh, he's really like high up in his company. He's well-known. And that for my brain, I'd be like, oh my God, Valerie, you have to like win this guy over. And that was where my worthiness was. It's like, if you can get a guy like this to commit to you, then great. You've done something right. You've won. So what ends up happening is maybe you will get a commitment with these guys. Maybe you will end up, you know, dating them or they want a relationship and you notice that you never feel fulfilled. And so I'm going to dive into specifically some feelings that you may have um, in these situations, because if you're like me, you may not know, or you may not realize that you've been involved with someone emotionally unavailable until you hear one of these things. So emotional unavailability, what that can look like is I want you to imagine somebody who has their walls up. So you can't really get to him. It's like, you can't really feel his heart. There's walls around his heart and you get glimpses of it. Like you guys may have deep conversations, but it's like few and far between, or he tells you about something really sad that's happened in his past, but he never talks about it again, or he doesn't go really deep, or maybe you've seen him cry like only once. And it, it's almost like you love these moments and you really hang on to them, but it's not quite enough to build a relationship that's going to support you long-term. Another sign is, you know, someone who's inconsistent with their emotions. So it feels like sometimes they're all in and then sometimes they're not. And it really leaves you feeling like you just never really know where they stand. You feel disposable at any second, which is really scary. And a common trait is that emotionally unavailable 
people, men, romantically, they'll breadcrumb you. So what that means is that they're giving you just enough to keep you interested, to show you, Hey, I'm still here. I'm still around. Don't forget about me, but not enough to actually have a whole loaf of bread, you know, have a full meal. So here's an example of that. Let's say there's a guy who, um, you know, you guys used to text and talk, or maybe sometimes he hits you up and you guys meet up or, you know, whatnot. It's really casual. And although he doesn't reach out and, you know, check in with you very often, like, Hey, how's your week going? Hey, I'd love to see you. He still kind of like keeps tabs on you. Like maybe he'll DM you on Instagram. Like you'll post a story of like a meal that you cooked and he'll send you a DM and be like, Oh, that looks so good. Or, you know, you'll post a picture of you, you know, at a somewhere and he'll comment on the photo. Um, or maybe sometimes he will text, but not enough to actually build a foundation or build a relationship on, but he's always kind of in the picture. And it's funny because when he does like your photo or when he does reply to your story or, you know, send a reaction to your story on Instagram, you end up thinking of him, especially if there's been, if you've ever been romantically involved with him, you're like, Oh yeah, him. And it gets you excited, but it's not real communication, right? So this is a form of breadcrumbing. And this is something I see so, so common. It's like, you know, this person wants to stay in the picture. He doesn't want to be forgotten about. He wants to know that there's still that option. The door is still open with you, but he's not serious enough about you to try to date you and try to move things forward. And that's not a reflection of you. That's a reflection of him. So I don't want you to feel bad about that. And that is one of the qualities of you know, how a woman can feel when she's involved with someone emotionally unavailable, you end up questioning your worth. That's one thing, right? So you question your worth, your confidence goes out the window. So you wonder, you know, what do I need? What do I need to do? You know, how can I be good enough for them to want to commit to me? Or, you know, he says that he doesn't want a relationship. You know, why am I not worth him having a relationship or, someone who is a player, or if you've ever been involved with someone who's married, um, you know, if you've ever been involved with someone who is already in a relationship, right. You may think, what do I have to do to be good enough for him to commit to me? You know, why won't he leave his wife for me? That's definitely someone who's emotionally unavailable, someone who's already involved with someone else and is stepping out on the relationship. So that's definitely a red flag. And, um, when you're involved with someone emotionally unavailable, your confidence really goes out the window because you have this feeling of being disposable, especially if this person maybe can go a while without talking to you and they're inconsistent, which this is one of the, um, <laughs> one of the types of emotionally unavailable men I cover in the free training. Inconsistent Ian is what I named him, right? And these are all fictitious people. Of course, it's no one I know inconsistent Ian. It's like you, you're like, how can he go so long without talking to me? Like maybe you guys spend a weekend together and then you don't hear from him until Wednesday of that week, or he takes a day to get back to you. And it has you feeling like you're you you just feel disposable. You're like, is he going to ghost me? Or if you've ever been ghosted before, which so many women have, unfortunately myself as well. And it's, it's really hurtful and it has you question your confidence, right? Another thing that will happen when you're involved with someone emotionally unavailable is you'll start to replay 
the last interaction with them because you're looking for evidence that it will continue, that they still are interested. So you're replaying, you know, what he said to you after you guys had sex or you're replaying in your mind, you know, when you guys were drinking and what he said and how he kissed you on the forehead and how you guys cuddled. It's like you're constantly looking for evidence in the past to prove that there's still hope that you two will move forward. And this happens because he's not giving you a ton of things to look forward to and feel excited about. Another thing that will happen when you're involved with someone emotionally unavailable is that you're going to feel like you're high maintenance. And a lot of the time, this is the other person making you feel that way because your needs are probably pretty basic. Honestly, you're looking for consistency, honesty, someone who's wanting to move things forward, someone who's interested in commitment. And so when you're involved with someone who is emotionally unavailable and they still want to hang on to you because they don't want to, you know, free you and have you be swooped up by a guy who's ready to be a great partner to you and give you everything you want and love, they will make you feel like you are asking for a lot that you're high maintenance and that you complain a lot. And it's because there's a mismatch where your needs aren't being met and you're trying to fit a square peg in a round hole with this person where this person, they may even straight up tell you, you know, I'm not looking for anything serious. I don't want a relationship. I don't want to be married again. No, I don't believe in marriage. I don't have feeling like men will say these things and they mean that. They mean it. So it's really up to you to hear what they're saying and let go of that idea of I'm going to be the one to change their mind because you know what? Your life is too precious. Your time is too valuable to try to change someone's mind and convince them and show them what they're missing and be the exception to the rule. There are so many men who are ready, who are literally praying for you. They're praying for a woman just like you to show up. And if you're wasting years of your life with someone who's going to give you like 50%, then you will miss out on the real thing and the dreams you have of, you know, having your family, traveling the world, having someone to watch movies with on a Friday night. Like these are all the things that you're wanting with this person who's emotionally unavailable. And I promise you there's like 10 men in your city who are ready to give that to you more than that. Right. There's so many people ready for that next step with you. Another thing you will feel when you are involved with someone emotionally unavailable is you're going to feel like you are crazy for crying so much, you're going to be so, you know, you don't know what you're feeling. So it's like, you get really frustrated. You get really sad. He says one thing to you that just crushes you and you get emotional. And the thing is, you're not crazy at all. This person is probably projecting that onto you because they're not in touch with their heart. So when they see you so in touch with your heart and in touch with your emotions and able to process, oh my God, this hurts. I'm feeling sad. It's going to trigger them. And they may say, gosh, you're so emotional. Why are you crying? What do you want from me? And so that is a clear, clear sign that this person does not know how to handle your heart. And there's so many people who do know how to handle your heart, who do know how to love you, who do want to take care of you emotionally. 
Another way that you're going to feel when you're involved with someone emotionally unavailable is you're going to feel this constant, like you need to do more. You're going to need to earn their love because they're not generous with their love, right? So you're always questioning where you stand with them. So you're always going to look for validation. So maybe that will be like always dressing a certain way because you want them to be like, oh my God, she's so hot, compliment you. Um, it could look like, you know, there's, there's so many things I'm trying to think of things that I used to do. I remember, you know, being with someone emotionally unavailable, I felt disposable. So when you feel disposable and you're not in a place where you want to walk away, you're going to try to do everything you can to hang on and not be disposable. So I was pretty, I was thinner for sure thinner and over-exercising when I was in relationships with emotionally unavailable men or just involved because I, I felt like they didn't actually like me. They didn't want anything long-term with me. So I had to be really physically attractive. So I did everything I could to stay physically attractive. I would wear very, very tight clothes that were not comfortable. I would work out a crap ton because I wanted to look really good naked. It's basically like I was trying to constantly enroll them in hanging on to me. And it was really sad. It was really exhausting and it was not rewarding. So that's something that you may feel is that you need to constantly, you know, keep them interested. That's the worst feeling in the world, feeling like you need to do something to keep somebody interested. That's a game that you're never going to win and you will burn out. You will be exhausted. Absolutely. So those are just a few of of the things that are very common that come up when you are romantically involved with someone who's not all the way there emotionally. And when you watch the training, you're going to see there's a, a type I talk about where the guy has potential. And that's one of the reasons so many women hang on and stay involved with emotionally unavailable guys is because they are focused on who he could be for them. They're not looking at what is and the truth of the matter right now. They're focused on potential and what could be possible. And that is dangerous because you end up being in a place where you're always trying, always holding out for the future, hoping things will change. And it's not going to change. I hate to break it to you. They're not going to change. People need to change on their own. You can't change him. He can't change for you. He has to want to change for himself. So I hope that this episode was insightful. I hope that you had some aha moments. If you have not already, I highly invite you to grab the training that I did, five types of emotionally unavailable men to avoid. I go way in depth of certain signs and what to look out for and also how to know if you've been involved or are involved with this certain type of person. I'm educating you on this because I'm super duper passionate about you letting go of these men who are not ready, not willing, not able, honestly, to hold your big, beautiful heart and to create that space for the many, many, many men who are ready to step up and be your partner, be that person to commit to you so you can have that long-term relationship. If this episode resonated with you, please, please, please leave me a review. That's what keeps the podcast going. Love notes are my love language. So I would love to hear from you what resonated. And of course, if there's anyone in the world who you feel like could benefit from hearing this message today, be a friend, share that episode with them. 
And please share on social media if you feel called to. I love you so much and I cannot wait to see you on the next episode. Bye. Thank you for tuning in to the Mindful Babes podcast. I hope you loved today's episode and got some takeaways from the message shared today. If anyone in your life would benefit from hearing this episode, please be generous and share it with them on your story. Tag me on Instagram at the Mindful Babe. And if you're feeling extra generous, please leave a review on the iTunes store. Your reviews are what keeps this podcast going, and I appreciate you so very much. Have an incredible day, babe.